This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now today marks uh, episode 134, so I've decided to give you guys a little bit more. More of what you ask, more meteor content of course. Uh, Last episode I had the pleasure of getting the inside scoop on an upcoming event at the Meteor, the Bold Experiment, tickets available now by the way, wink, uh... And now, for today, I'm moving away from the stage and into front of house. Meteor Experience Manager Grace Newman is here to help me put the fun in front of house. Kia ora, Grace. Kia ora. How are you doing, mate? Great. Um, Front of house. I feel like you're essentially the face, the first face that we see when we come into the building. No pressure. Yep. (laughs) Um... (laughs) How long have you been in in the role? Uh, About six weeks, so not long. Oh, she's fresh, guys. She's so fresh. (laughs) No, um, how's how's it been going, though? No, it's been great, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, I don't know if this is weird, but I'm going to ask you anyway because it's an arts podcast. And did you used to work at a different venue? Yes. uh, I feel like I saw you somewhere. Yeah, um, so I still actually work there. Um, the Academy of Performing Arts at the University of Waikato. That's it. Yeah, you've probably seen me sitting behind the desk. Yeah, yeah. You, you just love a good front of house desk, I don't do. you? <laughs> uh, so is, is your role over there similar to the mahi you do at the Meteor? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, the Meteor's more involved, there's more to it, whereas the um, front of house at the university uh, is a little bit simpler. Yeah. I mean, we'll say it's 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 more fun at the media. No, I'm not going to make you. <laughs> Let's not. Um, to the Gapper uh, people listening right now, love you guys, love your work. And love you. To the media people listening right now, love you guys, love your work. Except Guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no one likes Guy. No, that's a little joke for the cobber. Um, <laughs> Got to get as many like Easter eggs in the first like five minutes of today's episode as humanly possible. Understandable. So you've been, uh, you know, managing experiences at the Meteor for the past six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, what what does the role entail? Um, so like you said, we're the first face that you see when you come through the door. Mm-hmm. So we're standing behind the desk selling you tickets or selling you things at the bar. Um, but I'm also doing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, so sorting out the ticketing, um, putting things on the website, um, doing some social media. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, things like that. Okay, and I guess, I don't know, do you get asked this often, but, like, which is your favourite thing? Because, like, I've done my time volunteering in front of House at the Meteor, Mm. but, like, out of, like, ushering, ticketing, or bar, do you have a favourite? Um, I like ticketing because it's generally the first thing when people come in. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of nice to like, you know, eyeball them right as they're coming in the door and know they're coming straight to you. Yeah, I, I quite like ticketing as well. I think it's just because bar, I'm not, like, I don't have a very steady pour. <laughs> like, I always have, like, a slight shake. Yeah, so yeah. Whenever I do bar, I'd be like, tell, you know, tell's yeah. my best mate. Like, I love beep booping the buttons. Yeah, that's the good part. 
Um, yeah, and similarly, ticketing, it's beep burping the buttons and then printing the tickets. Yeah, pretty much. You got it. <laughs> you can tell you're experienced at this. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I love a cheeky volunteer of the meteor, mm. to be honest. Because uh, you get to, most of the time you get to see a show as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Which is always good. Yeah. And so since you've taken on um, your role at the Meteor, I assume you're in charge of like recruiting volunteers as well? Yeah, totally. That's been a big part of what I've been focused on the last few weeks, actually. So if you're li- someone who's listening to That's the Ticket right now and you're like, oh, volunteering, seeing shows for free, mm. what does that involve? How do I get amongst it? Yeah, well, it's pretty simple. You just email me. <laughs> <laughs> nice and chill. Yeah. Um, grace at the meteor.co.nz. Um, yeah, it's good. You just have to be a friendly face, pretty much. Um, yeah. It's very simple and straightforward work. Anyone with a good sense of common sense can do it. Yeah, so you you don't need any like previous hospo experience. Or no, no, or that's like fine. That. We can we can t- talk people through it pretty easily and give them a sense of what they need to do. Well, you kind of you always start with ushering and kind of work your way up. Eh? Yeah, totally. You don't just throw you in the deep end on the bar. No, nah, chuck them on the bar. Just do it. <laughs> Here you go, making coffees. <laughs> I will never forget my first uh, front of house shift at the Meteor. Back in like, oh, it was like 2017, and um, it was a kid show. It was my first time on the till, and someone bought a coffee with a $50 note. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, I, was, I just remember being like, what? <laughs> but luckily at the time, uh, Deb Nudds, a uh, friend of the show and of me, uh, have a special place in my heart for Deb, but uh, mm-hmm. she, she just helped me through it, and so I made it. <laughs> but like, I just remember being like, Firstly, how do I math? Secondly, what? What is happening? And I'm just like, I haven't seen a $50 note, you know? Yeah, who uses cash? I mean, actually, I'm going to ask you, as, you know, the front of house person at the media, do you get much cash these days? Nah. It's yeah. almost completely gone. At the university, we don't even use it. We have a no cash policy. Yo, actually, I think um, venue I work, one of the venues I work at, Claude Lens, we've, we only have one terminal oh, yeah. that, that takes cash. Yeah. That's the way the world's moving. Apparently, New Zealand's one of the most cashless societies. Yeah, well, which I, I believe. Yeah, I heard that Australia is pretty cashless as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, or at least their venues. Yeah. But like, it, it just speeds everything up. Yeah, I it was, does. The meteor getting pay wave. <laughs> it was after my time. Well, after my time on the staff, and I was like, oh, Ugh. every now, nah, but like, it's about time. Like, I feel like nothing but positivity from that change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Actually, I went to a cafe today and their pay wave wasn't working and literally Ugh. the people in front of me just had to leave. Like that. I oh. think they were getting takeaway co- coffees and they're like, we don't ha- all we have is like my phone. Oh, yeah, Apple and Pay. So they had no, and I'm just like, I feel I feel bad. And the cafe people were like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> but I was just like, wild. But, I mean, I've definitely gotten way off topic <laughs> with this chat, but, you know, that's what that's the ticket um, all about, I guess. But um, in regards to sign-ups, there, there isn't like a – it's just constantly open, eh? Like yeah. Wanna, like there isn't like a specific time that you have to get your application in. Like you can No, no, we're just open, yeah. yeah. If anyone's interested, just email and we can take it from there easy. Nice. Okay. Well, if you're not driving um, right now, please go and sign up. You won't regret it, honestly. I've never had a bad time. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Well, I mean, generally all the front of house people, like, oh, what, I came to something the other week, uh, what was it, a new brain, mm. and everyone was so lovely. Yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah, I, like, I'm like, 
Are you guys doing any mahi? Because you all look very happy. <laughs> like you're having a lot of fun. Very relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good vibe though. Hmm. And um, I guess I want to step away from the meteor for a moment because, you know, I already touched on, like, you look familiar. Do you work at another venue? Hmm. But, like, you, you do some other creative stuff, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to elaborate at any point. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I um, My degree was in... Uh, Bachelor of Music, um, so classical performance and flute was my instrument. Um, yeah, so that's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really do any of that because I got sick in my final year. Um, so I've kind of worked my way into arts organizations sort of in the background. Yeah. Rather than being on the stage like Ella or okay. some of these other fantastic people that I work with. <laughs> hey, bro, that's why I have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Off the stage. <laughs> I just really like sending emails. <laughs> so, okay. I just want to go back to the flute. Mm. Do, like, do you still like hone the flute? Nah, I. Nah? I just yeah, I can't play so much anymore. Um, okay. I got a thing called fibromyalgia, which is chronic pain. Oh, bro. Um, yeah, it's a real real bummer. But um, it just means like that's the number one thing that kind of causes a flare up is playing. Oh. Um, yeah, it's very strange. I haven't quite got to the bottom of what's going on there, but um, yeah, okay. it means that I can't really play anymore. That's um, that's sad. Yeah, it is sad. Um, okay, but well, I'm glad that I'm still able to, you know, be involved in the arts and make things happen. I mean, I'm glad too, hmm. to be honest. And I feel like looking at some of the projects that you've been involved in, the arts are lucky to have you get involved <laughs> from like the back end, if that makes oh, sense. Thank you. <laughs> well, because you've, um, you've done some mahi with Boone, right? Yeah, um, probably for about two years now. I was thinking about it the other day. It's been a little while. Mm. Um, I just started um, taking notes at their board meeting. Um, and it's kind of escalated from there. I was doing the social media for a little while, um, doing some admin stuff. Now I'm doing the funding applications. So all, you know, the background stuff that nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. sees. But um, I really enjoy it. It's a great team to work with, the Boone yeah. team. Which is your favorite, like, of those tasks? Like, I really enjoyed the social media. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if she says funding applications, <laughs> that's unreal. No one says funding applications. <laughs> they can be fun. Um, it's kind of like debating in high school, you know, you kind of get to like make your case, which is fun. Yeah. But all the financial stuff. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> so social media, do you have a favorite uh, platform to like make content for? Uh, I like Instagram, just like as a person, you know, consuming gonna, media. I was going to guess Instagram. Yeah. Have an Instagram vibe. Oh, thank you. I and take like, that as a compliment. I just want to flag for everyone listening right now that like this is the most time Grace and I have ever spent together, <laughs> and I'm already being like, "You have this vibe." Yeah, yeah, she can read me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, Insta, like I've gotten a lot more into Insta in my old age because mm. I used to be like Facebook, but yeah, like, same. Even though they're both run by Meta, but I just I feel like they have quite different vibes. Yeah, and Instagram is just chiller, and I just really enjoy like stories and reels. I just enjoy like watching all the tattooers. I just uh, my feed is like ninety percent tattoos. Really? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah. Do you have tattoos? I do. I have eight, I think. Eight. Yeah. Oh, I've only got two. Oh, okay. I'm ahead of you. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> like your feed is ninety percent tattoos, so that makes sense. Yeah. Next, you need to get a boon artist to design a tattoo. Oh, that would be awesome. Actually, we have a few boon artists who are tattooers. I'm just saying the writing's on the wall, bro. Like, make it happen. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. Well, I've I've got some more, like, boon chat, but I think I might take a moment to um, play a cheeky song. Yeah, okay. Uh, before we, like, deep dive, because, uh, you know, 
you know I'm going to grill you about oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I actually just wanted to take a moment to play a track that I actually found from a old Meteor Front of House playlist. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I do my research on that's the ticket. Um, but it's a song called uh, Humanized by Sella Rosa, and I just feel like it's it's a bit of a groovy bop. But uh, we'll be right on back, team. All of us people sometimes tell lies And when we do, we simply signify All got to go, turn back to school Come people get free now, I follow nature's rule Get your respect, got to be humanized.
that was a uh, bit of a bop from an old medium run of house playlist. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Uh, today I'm joined by Grace Newman, the uh, newly appointed, new-ish yeah. meteor experience manager. Yep. You've been on the job for about six weeks. Mm-hmm. You live laughing and loving it. I am. <laughs> um, but uh, you've also mahi tahid with Boone. Mm, yeah. And so you mentioned that you'd started about, you've been working with them for about two years? Yeah, that sounds about right. And so you guys have got, have you got a festival coming up soon? Or Not another sort soon. of thing happening? Yeah, so we've got the new initiatives, the Boone Sculpture Trail. Yes. Um, which Nancy Cage is the, it's a, this is her baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her new baby. Um, so that's coming up. Um, and then we're going to have a street art festival, hopefully in November. Street art festival. Yep. That sounds chill and not like a lot to organise. Uh, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to like... Uh, logistics, in, logistics. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about your workload. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not directly involved in that. That's um, Paul and Craig over yeah. at Lighthouse Studios. So like, how did you get like into working with Boone? You mentioned that you were yeah. just like taking notes, but like, how did this happen? Well, I- funny story. Um, I decided that I wanted to do some volunteering in the arts. Yeah. Um, so I literally just walked into Creative Waikato one day oh, and nice. said, hi, uh, this is me. I'd like to be involved in the arts. What can I do? Um, and at the time, Paul Bradley was working there. Um, mm. And he kind of ummed and ahed and went, well, you can come and take notes for my trust. Um, and I had no idea what the trust was. I knew nothing about Boone. Um, yeah. And I went, yeah, sure. Cool. See you there. <laughs> so I turned up um, way in over my head. Um, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know what any of the acronyms were. I didn't know what the Street Art Festival was. And started taking notes um, and just figured it out pretty much. Do you think by taking the notes you like learned by osmosis or oh whatever. definitely yeah yeah I'm like, that's so weird i'm like taking notes about something you know nothing about yeah yeah it kind of makes me want to give it a hone yeah it's really fun it's great if you want to learn i i highly recommend being a note taker <laughs> yeah i mean you just get to sit there and absorb all of these creative and fantastic minds around you and so you know you mentioned at the top of the show that you studied in music mm. and then obviously you got into your bone journey and so mm. that's more visual arts yeah and, I mean, I'm bringing what we talked about off-air on-air, but, mm-hmm. like, when we're off-air, I started asking Grace about her tattoos and, like, mm. if she had a favourite, and your favourite one is? Uh, it's a sketch by Picasso, actually. Um, I think it's called Love and Peace. Yeah. Uh, or War and Peace, maybe. But um, War and Peace is a novel. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it is yeah. called War and Peace, though. I have to Google so it again. So that will connect because it would, like, work. Mm. You know, you can see, like, uh, Picasso being inspired. Yeah, I don't know where the name came from, but um, yeah. I just saw it and I just really liked it and it stayed in my head for years and I just thought, you know, let's do it, let's get a tattoo. But like, do you feel like you have like a very solid kind of like connection with like, what's the, by art I mean like literal like paintings and stuff? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I really love visual art. Um, I mm. know I chose to study music, but um, I've always loved visual art as well. Do you ever practice? Um, I do, actually. Um, I go along to a place called Arts for Health, um, which is in the city. Mm. Um, And when I was ill um, and I took some time off work, um, I went in there a lot and um, did some art myself. Yeah. Nice. And so was it like painting, drawing? Um, I like to try a little bit of everything. I'm really bad at kind of like not choosing what I like and just constantly going, oh, that looks new and exciting. Let's try that. Okay. Um, So the last thing I did was um, actually it was colored pencils, believe it or not. Yeah. My dad has recently started doing some, like, drawing stuff. And oh, yeah. 
um, I think one he's been doing this thing with someone who they're all about drawing with your non-dominant hand. Ah, uh, yep. Have, mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, it's really interesting. And he's brought back some of his art, and I'm like, it's not bad. And he's like, it was really <laughs> hard, but he says that it just makes you kind of focus on the task mm, and like, yeah. there, there's a level of inhibition that is kind of taken away because mm. you're like it's with my non-dominant hand so what it's gonna be what it's gonna be like mm. instead of trying to get it perfect i'm just gonna try and do the thing yeah totally i've had it sort of recommended to me as like a warm-up you know you have singers yeah. warm-ups and you have art warm-ups to try and draw with your non-dominant hand but i don't know if i want to see the the results of that process um, you should give it a hone i can actually write with both hands oh wow that's impressive yeah uh, i'm not quite at like little woman um oh what's her name is it joe the one who's the writer and she can she writes with both hands simultaneously mm. i'm not that good no that's that's a pretty high bar well i just feel like i'd get confused and start like, trying to write back. <laughs> you know and then i'm like but then the pages aren't going to be in the right you know yeah that sounds really chaotic or are you going down but mm. like you know uh saoirse ronan does a good job in the uh recent film adaptation yeah i want to see that I highly recommend. I believe it's on a streaming service right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Might be Netflix. I don't know. Guys, call in. No, don't call in. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So, we do the art. We do the front of house. Mm-hmm. Um, we do the burn. Mm-hmm. And we do the gallery. The gallery? So, I know that the Meteor has a gallery. Oh, yeah. Nancy Cage gallery. Yeah. Are you involved in that in any way? Yeah. Um, it's sort of a conversation with Deb, uh, Deb Nudds, the manager. Um, mm. She's kind of uh, taken over at the moment, and um, she's talking about doing a gradual handover. So it's something that I will be more and more involved with as the weeks go by. Yeah, because there's, like, I don't know. I feel like I've never, I mean, obviously I'm incredibly biased, but, like, I've, <laughs> there's never been an exhibition in there that I haven't enjoyed, mm. even if it's something that I'm not usually used to. Yeah, totally. And it's really weird because there are a lot of, like, awesome galleries in Hamilton there are yeah but it's usually only if I'm like in town or around and trying to kill time and I see a gallery and I'm like I'll just go in there and I go in there and I'm like oh man I should actually like look around at what's on Mm. in regards to like arts and like trying and engage more yeah I actually used to volunteer at the never project space just looking after their gallery um again during that year when I was off yeah Um, yeah yeah, that was really cool getting to see all the exhibitions there they're such different stuff yeah yeah like that's the thing i feel like talking to someone who runs a gallery they've probably got some killer stories yeah i bet yeah because it's not necessarily just like hanging stuff on the wall no hanging stuff from the ceiling having piles of dirt on the floor you name it it's logistics and actually that's a good way for me to bring uh boone street art logistics (laughs) because like it's a bit of a beast Mm. organizing a street art festival oh yeah, yeah for sure and, like, I think because Boone, like, obviously it kind of started out where people are like, yeah, they paint the walls, but mm. then there's been Boone After Dark mm-hmm. yep. working on the sculpture trail. And I just, I think about Boone After Dark and the fun that I've had at Boone After Dark. Mm. And I'm like, this fun would would not have occurred if there wasn't someone like Grace <laughs> thinking <laughs> about how, you know, all the moving pieces. Mm, that's another one of Nancy's um, brainchilds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boone After Dark. I love Boone After Dark. It's, it's a great idea. It's groovy, yeah. Yeah. And I think actually recently, oh, was it in Auckland or Wellington, some um, pieces from past Hamilton Boone up to After Darks popped up somewhere else. I saw it ah, on yep. Instagram. Yeah, they do pop up in different places. Yeah. 
And I'm like, we had it first. <laughs> We're cool. Yeah, it's not a competition, but I feel like Hamilton's winning. Yep. But I would say, like, this is a bit of a cheeky question, but I'm all about it on that's the ticket. Oh, okay. Um, in regards to burn logistics, what's kind of the hardest thing to manage? Well, you'd have to ask Paul, really, and Craig. They're the, they're the two who deal with all the, the yeah. hardest stuff. I mean, I know... You know, health and safety. Yeah, I was going to say, it's either going to be yeah. people or health people and safety. People on cherry pickers up on walls with, yeah. you know, streets and pedestrians down there looking up at them. And I imagine that's a headache. Weather. Yeah, weather. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We just kind of, like, hope for the best. I mean, I'm just trying to think back. Has, it, has rain ever truly, like... No, not once. Okay, we've probably dr- jinxed it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's me knocking on wood, Burn. <laughs> um, but, like... Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You know, whenever I see a burn mural or I think about burn and then I think about myself if I was to try and do that. Because <laughs> it's it's a lot of space. Mm, yeah, it's these walls big, are massive, yeah, some of them. it's a big canvas. Mm. You know, what's the biggest canvas you've ever done? Um, I would say probably the one by Arts Post is one of the biggest. Okay. I don't know if I know what the biggest is off the top of my head, but that's a monster if you walk yeah. past it. Yeah, as a base. Um, and he painted half of it with a roller. You know, there's photos of him with just a paint roller just painting away. Cause it's like, crazy. And there is a bit of time pressure on these things. Yeah, it? definitely. You know, the artist has to get back and go into the next, next festival or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And actually, do, with Bone, you can volunteer because obviously you volunteer. Mm, but yeah. That, similar to the meter, are they always looking for kind of people? Yeah, you can just um, contact us through any of the socials and then we just put you on a list and let you know when the time comes and sort out rostering and whatever so chill yeah very chill easy to get involved just you as a volunteer manager are very chill <laughs> so far on today's episode you've just i like, like things to be chill i think it's just it's good <laughs> it's not a job it's a volunteer it's it's yeah. different well and, and actually i enjoy that kind of mentality towards it it's like yes you're coming here to work but mm. i it, one thing i find irksome is when people expect a like professional paid work level of work from someone but aren't paying them mm. or giving them anything it's not kind. it's you can't look at volunteering it's just free labor it's yeah, more yeah, of a yeah. community exactly kind of thing you know you want people to have fun intrinsically whereas yeah, yeah, with yeah. work we're giving you money <laughs> you don't yeah. have to have fun and like obviously with meteor volunteering for front of house there is return in the sense that you get sometimes you get to see the show mm, yeah but like i agree with what you're saying is like wanting people to have fun intrinsically mm. and it's about building a community and yeah I, I do feel like the meteor volunteer community exists oh definitely yeah because there's definitely people i volunteered with at the meteor who i don't see anywhere else <laughs> yet we have like this weird relationship where we know each other quite well because mm. we like you know and be- people stick around for a while as well you know yeah. you get those people who volunteer for years because they yeah. love it and they're part of the community well, and, and then you get known also by the theatre community because mm. they're like, oh, it's this chick who's always on the door. And, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's such a nice kind of feeling, mm. I guess. Yeah, you're part of something. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're giving back and there's kind of instant gratification. <laughs> yeah. By, like, helping someone to use, to their seat, you know that you have achieved something mm. in yeah, that totally. time. Uh, you know, which is a huge vibe. <laughs> and... Um, this is probably a dumb question but I'm going to ask it anyway I assume there are no kind of 
limitations or expectations for people volunteering? Like you said, you'll take anyone regardless of experiments. Uh, experience, sorry. Yeah. I'm saying experiments because of the bold experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like there isn't like an age limit. Is there an age limit or anything like that? Uh, I wouldn't say there's a hard age limit, no. Um, you just got to have common sense and a friendly face, really. Sweet. Okay. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're already signed up. I know. But like, cause I, and because I've said it on that's the ticket, I like have to do it now. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's people. You're in. Yeah, people can hold me accountable. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you're at a show at the Meteor and you don't see me, you need to go up to Grace and be like, well, why isn't Hannah rostered on? Yeah, where's Hannah? Where's Hannah? Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to break for another uh, segment, actually, my only segment on the show. And I don't know if you're aware of the segment, Grace, but I explain it every week anyway for uh, those new listeners. But it's uh, time for Rick's pick, people. So basically I have an Uncle Rick and uh, <laughs> he's a great listener of music, a great listener of radio, would absolutely annihilate on a quiz team. <laughs> no, like his music knowledge, seriously, is incredible. Like if there was the chase just for like music questions, he'd he'd beat the chaser. He awesome. would be the chaser, probably. Awesome. But um, basically Uncle Rick, when he found out that I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list of songs and then every week you can play Rick's pick and uh, every week we have and actually last week I um, revealed that as part of my birthday present Uncle Rick gave me a new list (laughs) no it's good though because like now I have so many songs to choose from because he gave me like a six page list that's awesome of songs yeah it's great and like he's honestly he's so generous he's like I'm gonna write your list like what sort of stuff what sort of years like, he gets real specific, and I'm like, Uncle Rick, I trust you and your list-writing ability. <laughs> um, but he keeps me accountable, like, if I double play or anything. Oh, yeah. And He's got his eye on you. Yeah, and so that's why now there's uh, there's a playlist called That's the Ticket of History, which has every song I've ever played on That's the Ticket. Oh, nice. So that I don't do double-ups. Um, but I guess that was a very long intro for the song I'm about to play. <laughs> But I've uh, I've picked a song by The Who, and it is from the new list, and it's called Substitute. And I usually try to go on theme, mm-hmm. and now I'm just trying to th- like think, how is this on theme? I guess I was thinking, because by volunteering at the Meteor and like becoming really boss at front of house, you can be a substitute for Grace, in a sense. <laughs> That's a bit of a fetch. It's, it's, it's a real stretch, but I just thought the song was a bop. So yeah, yeah, that's the real reason. That's the real reason. But uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick. Plastic spoon in my 
Uh, this week's Rick's pick uh, a track by The Who it's called Substitute and uh, I picked it because it was a bop yep. not because of very broad reasoning <laughs> <laughs> from before um, you're listening to That's The Ticket I've been talking to Grace from The Meteor I feel like we've covered quite a bit of ground yeah we have You know, we've talked tattoos, we've talked volunteering at The Meteor we've talked um, like creating art with both hands and managed to get like a little woman reference in there yeah nice job uh but i I wanted to talk about like obviously we've talked about burn Mm. but you're also involved in another kind of like iconic arts institution is that the right word yeah i guess it's an institution but like you've you've joined the zine fest team yeah um it's been great, actually. Yeah. Is this your first time being involved with Zenfest? Uh, no, I was involved last year as well. Okay. Yeah. So I was still kind of new to it, but um, yeah, it's good. Have you ever made zines? I have, yeah. So I made a zine um, for the one that I, the very first one that I was on the committee for that year, I also made a zine. Enjoy the flex. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I was very new to it, but I uh, had a good time. Yeah. For those listening who are like, what is a zine? Oh, uh, yes. The, uh, the eternal question. Um, it's basically like a tiny little booklet um, and you can put whatever you want in it. So people put uh, photos, poetry, art, comics, all sorts of things. I will say, like, I like Zine Fest because it makes me feel like I can afford art. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I got a really awesome, uh, my first Zine Fest, uh, like a hand-drawn like picture of a mermaid mm. on a rock. And I, I'm just like... It just makes me happy. Yeah, totally. You walk in and you can actually afford to walk out with a bag full of local art. It's awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm cultured. Look at this art. And I put it up in my bedroom and everyone's like, did you draw that? And I'm like, no. Yes, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to plagiarize. And they're like, the signature says this. And I'm like, no, I did not. But like, it's awesome, as you say, like uh, supporting local artists. Mm, Yeah. And so your what's your role with this year's Zine Fest? Um so I'm just on the committee. So You're just on the committee? Yeah, we just uh, we just make it happen. <laughs> uh, there seems to be a reoccurring theme with you. Yeah. Front of house, you make it happen. Yeah. Um Boone, you make it happen. Yeah, you've got to have someone behind the scenes making stuff happen or stuff doesn't happen. And so Zine Fest, when's it scheduled to be on this year? So this year it's gonna be June tenth. Okay. So you got time. You yeah, got time to we've got a little bit of time <laughs> to, to put all the pieces together. It's coming together. Yeah. How many? I guess are, are um. Oh, what is it like? Applications to exhibit still open? Yeah. So they've just opened recently. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, mm. Kerikerua Zine Fest, um, yeah, you can just fill out a short application and come along and have a stall. Because I was about to say, like, how many stalls? And I'm like, they won't have all their stalls No, in no, You've still yeah. got, like, over a month. <laughs> yeah, no, we're still open for stall holders. We're going to have about 40 or so. Nice. Slightly less than last year, because last year the room was a little bit full. <laughs> and so where are you this year? Uh, so this year we're actually going to be in the Central Library. Which I feel like is really fun. Yeah, it's perfect for Zine Fest, I reckon. And uh, I assume there's still going to be an after party, eh? Yeah. Where's the after party? Uh, mm, good question. Okay. <laughs> last place, most likely? Okay. The last place you'd think of. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was not my best joke. I'm sorry, last place team. Fun fact about the last place bar, though. The old meteor men's toilets urinal. Last I heard was, like, hanging in there as, like, an Oh, my gosh. What? I mean, 
correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. That's yeah, definitely... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, that's modern art at its finest. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can agree with that. <laughs> but, so, Zenfest, you're running June 10th. Yep. One day, you can pop down to the Central Library. Yeah. Browse, browse a lot of locally created zines. Yeah, so people were selling their zines uh, primarily, but also lots of art, like you said. Yeah. Um, photography, uh, poetry, books, t-shirts sometimes. Uh, we'll have t-shirts as well. All sorts Vibes. of stuff. Yeah. Do you screen print? Uh, yeah, we get them screen printed. Yeah. Huge zine fest energy. I don't know why, but it's just that, that vibe. Yeah. And um, I know in the past you guys, well, zine fest has had like presentations or kind of almost like free lectures right yeah um so we're in the works but in talking with pecha kucha oh, nice. about potentially doing a crossover yeah 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 um so doing pecha kucha like focusing on zine fest well, cause um, it's still sort of in the works though pecha kucha it's cool because like the format mm. is like i feel like it's, it's like the talking form of zine yeah because it, it's just like snaps mm. and you it's like limited but you can get the most amount of speakers in the short am- shortest amount of time and yeah. I feel like interest and kind of attentiveness is at an all time high yeah even with if you've got ADHD you can still kind of like <laughs> pay attention for just long enough to yeah. understand a picture culture that's a vibe have you ever done a picture culture no I haven't actually I, I know some like of the other zinsters have you'd be a good candidate oh thank you based off like this interview <laughs> let us analyse the interview before it's even finished <laughs> Um, okay, so Zine Fest is coming up. Mm. Um, obviously, you're mahing hard at the Meteor. You're involved with Boone. Is there anything else on the cards that's art-related? Um, no, not really. That's okay. that's pretty much me. I'm, I'm doing a few things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's quite a... I appreciate the balance because, like, if I had a dollar for every time I had um, someone come in, <coughs> Ella, um, last <laughs> week, how, no, everyone's like, oh, I'm doing this, this, and this, but... You know, I'm probably going to have a break and then a month later they've got like six more projects on the go. Yeah, totally. It's like that in the arts. Anyone you talk to, they've got six projects. Yeah. So, I mean, you're saying you've got three on the go, but I'm sure it's going to change. Yeah, could do. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're acknowledging it. Yeah. Um, But I guess if you had to pick like a medium of art, Mm. like to save from a burning building, what are you going to save? Oh, that's so tricky. Uh, Yeah. I'd still say music. I think my heart's still yeah. with music, yeah. Okay. It's the one I've done the most, so I've got to have loyalty. You've got a Bachelor of Music. You've got to say music. So, like, I've got a Bachelor of Communication Studies, so does that mean I have to save the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think you're legally obligated to save the podcast. Does podcasts count as art? Ooh. I mean, this is an arts podcast. Yeah, I would say it's an art form. Okay. I once had a friend who did uh, a university... Um, assignment on cooking being an art form and i think she really expanded my view of what is an art form okay yeah she really strongly argued that cooking was a form of art well i've talked to because i work uh for h3 i've talked to our turf manager he like does all the grass and stuff at (laughs) fmg and sin park sorry kj that's a terrible description of your job (laughs) it's a hard job but like when he found out that i had that's the ticket he's like i should i hear you've got a radio show i should come on and i'm like it's an arts podcast and he's like turf is my art <laughs> and I'm like I guess it is because you know he paints the grass yeah okay we'll give him that line painting um, <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know I was going to say pre-realising that my podcast is obviously the thing I have to save I'd be like I'd save theatre every time oh would you 
I just really enjoy sitting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and sit in the dark in music too. Yeah, true. And actually, I do want to ask, obviously you've got a degree in music, but mm. in regards to the music you engage with, because mm. like, you've got the background in the flute, does that mean you're like, exclusively classical no not at all actually um or like do you hone a lot of lizzo because she like <laughs> she does a lot of flute no my friend's a big uh, she's also a flautist she's a big fan of lizzo but no i'm not actually um i remember i let down one of my tutors he asked me what i listened to and i can't remember what i said but it was something very poppy okay. and he just kind of looked at me like mm, why are you doing this classical music degree no you get <laughs> you're a meant girl- to say exclusively classical music no, and nothing else get a girl who can do both yeah totally um Okay, so so what is your favorite band at the moment, though? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm I'm terrible. I don't I don't go by bands. I hear okay. a song generally on TikTok that I like, <laughs> and then I just look it up okay. and listen to it obsessively, and then I move on to the next song. Oh, you're one of those people who just listens to the song. On yeah, repeat? Like, just one song and doesn't even look up the artist, doesn't look up the uh, album. I'm I'm a terrible music fan. See, no, my sister, a friend of the show, Missy Mooney, killed a Missy. Uh, she's <laughs> like that too. If there's a song that she likes, she will just listen to it. She's like, I just listened to the song for my entire run because it's right. like five yeah. minutes long, so it was like five times that equaled my run. Yeah, perfect. And I'm just like, same song. It, was it motivating? And she's like, I feel like I learned new, like discover new parts of the song with each, <laughs> with each play, though, because you, you focus on a different part. Yeah, I do think that as a classical musician, you kind of get used to pieces being longer. Yeah. And so when you listen to, you know, like, like normal songs, yeah, yeah, <laughs> songs yeah, yeah. rather than pieces, um, you kind of like you get to the three minute mark and they're done and you get the urge to listen to them again. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's just not satisfying enough. I mean, I, I'm a little bit like you, not as intense with the repeat, <laughs> but like I listen to certain albums and artists on certain days, mm. which is real weird. Like I listen to Mean Girls the Musical every Friday. <laughs> mean Girls oh, really? the Musical and Bridgerton the Unofficial Musical every Friday. Wow. Because normally I work from home. Uh, okay, yep. Um, <laughs> they say routine is healthy. Yeah, and like I, I've gotten out of it a bit, but I used to like listen to my Spotify Discover playlist like every Monday. Oh, like yeah. I had to do it. And wow. I'm like the world keeps spinning if I don't listen to this playlist on this day or if I don't even listen to it that week. Wow. You know? Yeah, I'm one of those people who has one playlist and they just put every song they like into that one playlist and just press shuffle. How long is the playlist? It's not that long. I was telling my sister this the other day. I need more new music to listen to. Okay, well, I might have some. Okay, yeah, <laughs> in, in me bit. up. <laughs> but, um, like, that's the interesting thing with the shuffle because me and my sister have this chat about how she always listens to her playlists in order because she, mm. like, curates them. Oh, okay. Whereas I start out like that because my playlist of all my bangers, uh, it's called Absolute Bangers, uh, <laughs> follow it on Spotify, guys. Like, it got to the point where it's just, like, if I get into an artist, then I just chucked them all at the end. And so I'm like, mm. if I listen to it in order... Then it's gonna. Be, then it's just gonna be a lot of yeah. one artist, yeah. And so now I always shuffle it, but she's like, "Nah, just curate your playlist." I'm like, "It's like nine hours long. That's too much work. I can't handle this." Yeah, I know. Shuffle does it all for you. But I will say that uh, my sister has some really good playlists, actually. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, "This is mean." Yeah, actually, I went and visited my sister in Wellington recently, and um, she does the same thing as me: is putting all her music into one playlist. But yeah. she's got way more songs. She's got like two thousand, so yeah. it's it's good quality listening. Shout out to our sisters. Yeah, totally. <laughs> They're doing the work so we don't have to. Yeah, she studies um, contemporary music down at Massey, so she's a okay. big muso as well. There's a bit of a recurring theme. Mm, yeah, we're kind of unusual because both doing a music degree but in two different kind of 
sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah, very like yeah. <laughs> other end. Like she's practicing her rap in one room and I'm doing my scales in the other room. Um, I feel like you should collab. <laughs> I know it would be great actually. I've I've talked to her about doing that, but um, I don't know if I have the skills. We've talked about it on that's the ticket, so it has to happen. Now. <laughs> but um, I guess back back on track because you know time's getting away on us mm. uh, with this episode, and I'm going to break for another me focused segment, right? Because I feel like we've talked about you enough. No, I'm <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to talk about um, upcoming events. And as someone who works at the meteor, you're welcome to chime in if there's anything I've missed. All oh, right, okay. Um, but in no particular order. Uh, the Bold Experiment is running at the Meteor on the uh, 21st and 22nd of April. Mm. Uh, 7.30pm shows, tickets at $20 general admission and $5 from every ticket sale will be don- donated to the Hawke's Bay Council's Disaster Relief Fund. Mm. Uh, you can find your tickets at themeteor.co.nz. And uh, actually, on the topic of the Meteor, if you'd like to join the uh, front of house team and volunteer with Grace, mm-hmm. you just need to uh, email grace at themeteor.co.nz it's that simple folks and you can is there like a, there's a way you can do it through the website eh, if you yeah. want yeah there's like a form yeah join us I think it is yeah join us <laughs> support us I'm not sure <laughs> join us is a, it's a bit like hey do you want to um, join this cult <laughs> yeah no I vibe it but um, yeah flick her an email she's a good time as we've heard today <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, elsewhere in Kirikiriroa over at Clarence Street Theatre the harmonic resonators are in with a 7pm show on the 22nd of April tickets are available now via Ticketek and uh, this weekend Hamilton Pride Festival actually kicked off and uh, it's going to be running until the uh, 29th of April with a huge array of awesome events all over the city uh, full details can be found at the uh, Hamilton Pride Inc. Aotearoa Facebook page. And actually, you guys at the Meteor, you've got a Pride event, eh? Yeah, love is love. Pride party. Yeah. I, I think it's the last event, eh? I uh, think it's on the 29th. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, Grace will probably be there. I'll be there, yep. Um, yeah, dance party. I believe it's an R18 event. Yeah, it and is. And tickets, it's door sales, eh? Yeah, door sales only $10. Look at you go. <laughs> Mate, um, incredible. Now, now I know who to hit up whenever I want. I mean, actually, the place you need to hit up when you want to know what's on at the Meteor is their Facebook page, yep. Instagram, or website. Yep. You guys are quite prolific. We are. We're very active. Yeah. It's a bit much. No, I'm <laughs> Ooh. No, no, no. I'm kidding. But um, thanks so much for coming and having a yarn today, bro. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we should do this again sometime, maybe when I'm volunteering at the Meteor. Mm. That, that'd be a good place. <laughs> good setting for that. Um, but I'm going to introduce you to some uh, new music. Uh, well, we'll see if it's new to you. All right, I'm ready. Um, how do you feel about the 1975? I actually haven't really heard much of this stuff, but my friend's a big fan. I'm, like, low-key getting into them. Okay. There's, like, three songs I like, mm. and um, the one I've chosen to play today is one... It's essentially the only one I could play out of the three songs because it doesn't have swears in it. Because <laughs> broadcasting standards, uh, yep. which are great, by the way. Um, but it's called Chocolate. Mm. You know, And I like Chocolate, and I like the 1975, so I feel like it's all good. Solid logic there. Um, and then I've got a Jonas Brothers song, which you may have heard on TikTok. Okay. Waffle House. Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Take from it what you will. But... Um, Thanks for joining me today, Grace. And to all my lovely listeners, I will be back without without a doubt next Tuesday. Matiwa etefano.
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.